Hello, testing, 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 testing. Hi, Physionic Dedicated Podcast. If you're not familiar with who I am, my name is Nicholas Verhoeven. I have a master's in exercise physiology and I'm a PhD student in molecular medicine. Uh, today I'd like to discuss a short article by the Physiological Society that was released by Jozo Gr- oh good gracious Grigic G R G I C and Brad Schoenfeld. <laughs> Excuse my uh, my inability to to pronounce Jozo's uh, last name, but. It's a short blurb talking about muscle hypertrophy, muscle growth, and what the evidence so far, based on the studies that have looked at it, uh, in more than just the typical trying to hit 70 to 85% of one one repetition maximum for 8 to 12 sets, that's been or eight to 12 repetitions per set. That's been a recommendation that's been around since. Well, if you're familiar with Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, bodybuilding book, that's it's been around since then, probably even before then as well. And now over the last several years, there've been more and more studies coming out looking at the different rep ranges and intensities that people can use to uh, undergo muscle hypertrophy and I have particular videos and other content on that where wherein I dissect the the research up to this point on the topic and it I the conclusions that I have uh, based on those studies were that it doesn't really matter what intensity you use uh, for your overall wanting muscle hypertrophy so you could use something as low as Uh, 30% they've got it here in the article as well 30% one rep max or even as high as 80% or even higher than that Uh, so but the the article talks about and it's really short uh, unfortunately it's not open access so I can't uh, I I can give you the title but I can't give you uh, anything more than that I can't actually give you the article The article is called Higher Effort Rather Than Higher Load for Resistance Exercise Induced Activation of Muscle Fibers. And it's not overly revolutionary. They're just kind of going over a few of the studies. Uh, Like I said, it's really short. And the one interesting thing that I didn't know that they were looking at is that they're potentially looking at different mechanisms for what might be causing hypertrophy or muscle growth in type 1 fibers, so more endurance-based fibers compared to type 2 fibers. They're speculating that, and there's going to be apparently more research on this, specifically that uh, there may, and there's a new study that came out this year, but it's a really short-term study where they may have shown differences between load, so the amount of weight lifted, and hypertrophy of particular muscle fibers. So the two dominant ones are type 1 and type 2, and then there's subclasses of each. But uh, type 1, like I mentioned, is endurance. Type 2 is more strength-based, 
uh, fast twitch, glycolytic, all those terms have been attributed to type 2. And that's what most people tend to focus on when they think of muscle hypertrophy. But honestly, it could happen in both fibers, clearly, that you have muscle hypertrophy. So the the study apparently claims that uh, there's some evidence that doing endurance, kind of in that endurance rep range, not necessarily endurance specifically, but doing higher reps at lower percentages of your one rep max leads to hypertrophy of the type one muscle fibers, and then doing uh, more intensity, having higher weights and doing lower repetitions, slightly lower repetitions leads to more of the type two muscle fiber growth. But then they end up concluding at the end that most likely what's happening is that uh, you could get similar hypertrophy of type one and type two if you just uh, over time increase obviously volume, which is the, the biggest factor, but uh, also just going training near failure. So just putting in effort, that's, and that's where the title comes from, obviously. Higher effort rather than higher load. So, and th that makes some sense. So there's, there's a theory called the muscle ramp theory where if you, let's say you lift a weight that you can easily do, uh, let's say 15 times, you can do 15 repetitions of this weight and on the 15th rep you would hit failure where you couldn't lift that weight anymore. If you do one repetition, only a few of your muscle fibers are going to fire because, well, there's no point in uh, firing more than just those few muscle fibers unless you actively think I want to move this as quickly as possible then more muscle fibers will activate because you want to move it as quickly as possible you're creating more you're generating more force an an abundant amount an overabundant amount of force for a particular weight for one repetition so your body's like well oh, easy peasy no problem I'm going to move this as quickly as possible however as you up that you go up to five reps you go up to 10 reps those initial muscle fibers get tired so then your body starts recruiting more and more muscle fibers and that's the muscle ramp theory you slowly start accruing more and more muscle fibers until you hit failure and failure in this example would be 15 repetitions so you get around 14 15 repetitions you're theoretically activating all your musculature, all your muscle fibers to create that push, to, to create that uh, resistance, that force that you need to move that, that weight up at that point. And that's just because your muscle fibers are getting so tired over time. Now, that is certainly true, and that may be the mechanism for why having really, really uh, low percentage uh, intensity can lead to similar muscle hypertrophy if you put in the same amount of effort. So if, uh, let's say, you do 80% of your one rep max for, uh, let's say, seven or eight or nine repetitions, and then, but then you exchange that for doing, let's say, 50% of your one rep max for 12 repetitions or 14 repetitions or something like that and you equate volume as long as the effort is roughly the same then you'll see similar levels of muscle hypertrophy so that's what they're postulating here they're saying that the evidence obviously still needs to come out but based on the current research that seems to be the case so 
it's it's interesting. Uh, the only thing that was different from what I'd seen before is that obviously specifically targeting type one or f specifically targeting type two. And your muscle fibers, they don't know that they're lifting 80% of one rep max. They're, they just know they've been stimulated. They need to contract so they contract. And then your musculature as a whole, the body, the, the muscle belly itself, which is a, thousands and thousands of muscle fibers, uh, is going to contract at varying levels, but the actual muscle fiber itself only knows contract. So the amount of muscle fibers that you uh, contract and the, the speed, the frequency by which you contract those muscle fibers and that they allow you to stimulate them to uh, contract, that is what's going to determine your actual movement of a particular weight. So like I said, nothing too revolutionary here, but it's still interesting to cover uh, just to kind of catch us up on what the, the current literature is and where the literature is going from, from here on out. Anyways, if you've got thoughts, obviously uh, I'd love to hear them. As always, you can post them in the comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you can check it out uh, on YouTube and leave me a comment or email me, whatever you prefer. And or on Instagram. Instagram works too, since I'm, I'm quite active on there. As a matter of fact, if you're not following me on Instagram, you're missing out on at least five pieces of content every week that I release, uh, which is free and talks about all kinds of different subjects, as well as follows my day-to-day -day stuff, like what do I do uh, between videos. Uh, so if you're interested, check that out too. All right, with that said, have an awesome one, and I'll catch you in the next one. See ya.